Welcome to the Bariatric Podcast, the weight loss surgery podcast coming to you from Central Texas. I'm your host, Chip Reynolds, and today is May 21st, 2016. This is episode four of the Bariatric Podcast. Thank you for listening. In this episode, I'll be talking with Deanna, who had her surgery done just a few days after I had mine, and her husband, Jim. At the end of the show, I'll share my recipe for a banana protein shake. If you have any questions or comments for the show, please like us on Facebook. We can be found at facebook.com slash bariatricpodcast, or you can email the show at bariatricpodcast at gmail.com. To start the show, here is my progress report. I'm 45 years old. My heaviest weight was 356 pounds. My surgery weight was 320 pounds. My current weight is 223 pounds, and my goal weight is 170 pounds. I had a gastric bypass on December 7th, 2015, and now I'd like to welcome Deanna and Jim to the show. Hi, my name is Deanna Stewart. I am 40 years old. My heaviest rate weight was 251. My surgery weight was 251. Uh, my current weight is 176. My, um, my goal weight is 250 right now. And my surgery type was gastric bypass on the 14th of Dece- December 2015. You said your goal weight was 250, or was it? <laughs> Did I say that? It was, oh, wow, the, the numbers. You I know. know. I, the, I, it's crazy. Whatever I, t- I tell people about weight loss and, and what I've lost and where I started and where I'm at, I still want to put a three on the front yes. of my weight. I want to tell people, oh, I'm down to 330, and that's higher than my surgery weight was. But. <laughs> 150. 150, all right. That's my goal weight. That, that sounds more reasonable. That does. Yeah, I don't want to go back up to 250. Yeah. No, no, no. So uh, so how did you learn about the uh, gastric bypass? Um, many years ago, about five years ago, um, on TV, they were like, oh, you could have this gastric bypass. Or you see the commercials for having weight loss surgery. And I was like, well, I'm going to call the number. Um, actually, I emailed them. And they emailed me back, and they're like, oh, we're having a seminar in Colleen. I was like, okay, I'll do it. Sounds good, sounds good. And I went to the seminar, and there was probably about, about maybe not even 10 people in there. It was very very small amount. Mm-hmm. And they talked about um, gastric bypass, sleeve, and the lap band, because he did all three of the surgeries. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm thinking, I don't think I was quite as heavy. I was probably about 225. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, that sounds great. I'll, I'll do the lap band. Sounds perfect. Because I was like, I'm not that, I'm not that big. Mm-hmm. You're in denial. <laughs> I was in denial. I wasn't that big. I also do the lap band because that's not as evasive. It can get turned off. You can get it removed. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it won't slip. It won't do it. Oh, that sounds great. And um, I went to the doctor. And the doctor was in Austin. This was not a local doctor. Mm-hmm. He actually had an off. His main office was at a San Antonio. And he did. He had an office in Austin and would drive back and forth. So I talked to him and he was like, well, you're not a candidate. You don't weigh enough. You're, because TRICARE is very picky. Right. And you don't weigh enough. Go, in, go go put on five pounds and come back. And that's what he told me. Wow. And I was like, okay. Okay. And then life happened and I wasn't trying to put on weight, but then I did gain 25 pounds and did a lot of stuff in between and I kind of forgot about it. And then... Um, 
when it was time to get it done. That's your next question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so... Well, that goes into what, what made you decide. And that's when, uh, back in last year, exactly a year ago, mm-hmm. I, um, I found out I had a pre-diabetic, okay. pre-diabetes. And I got scared because my mom had a heart attack um, the year before, mm-hmm. exact time, time frame. And she's diabetic, anemic, and her heart, she, her, her heart attack was so bad that she only has 35% of her heart working. And she's not even a candidate for you know, doing open heart surgery. They right. wouldn't even do our open heart surgery on her. To clear the arteries she would have had a triple bypass mm-hmm. and it scared me that re- I mean to the point where I even quit soda I haven't really been drinking any soda I stopped drinking soda like a year and a half before surgery mm-hmm. and it really scared me and to see my mom she has to put shots in her belly and I'm like I hate needles I'm not doing this right. and I said no I refuse to do this I'm not gonna go down that road mm-hmm. I'm done. And and I was they even put me on medicine and the medicine made me so sick for that diabetes medicine. So I said, I'm done. And I went to the doctor and was like, Hey, let's do this. And he looks at me, he says, I don't believe in it. I'm not letting you do this. And told me no. Wow. Yes. That was I think the most embarrassing the most heartbreaking thing, because it took a lot for mm-hmm. me to go to the doctor and say, hey, I'm fat. Can you please get, let me get this weight loss surgery? And it was inside of Darnell. It was right. a doctor inside of Darnell Hospital. It wasn't um, you, though. Okay. It was... Very you, though. I wanted to cry. Mm-hmm. I wanted to hide. I wanted to just... That was... I've never experienced anything like that ever in my life. Rejection that bad mm-hmm. from a doctor. And I walked out of his office. I walked downstairs. You know, the old, it was the mm-hmm. older now. I walked down to the first floor and I said, I'm not putting up with this. And I went to patient advocacy and made a complaint. The you lady. Know, you told them that it was just unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just totally dismissive of the idea. Didn't you want to discuss it? Right. Yeah. It wasn't even on In F- second or third or fourth agenda. It was mm-hmm. just, no. don't even talk about it. And I, at that time, I had heard that the hospital was was doing the surgeries right. at the hospital. And I heard, matter of fact, at that time, they didn't do gastric bypass. They only did sleeve. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a new program. Because it's kind of new at the hospital. Yeah. And they, I, and I heard about it. I was like, well, they're doing it. Why would a doctor at the hospital not support a program in the hospital? So I went down there and I made that complaint. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, oh my gosh, she was floored. And within, she helped me so much that within an hour, because she's like, I got to call back. I got to make phone calls. I got to do this and this. I'm going to call you and I'm going to find you a new provider. Okay. And I'm going to do, I'm going to do this all for you. And mm-hmm. I was like, can you make it a female? Because when I was, I like female doctors sure. better than males. I'm more comfortable and this guy wasn't comfortable with him at all. It wasn't the first time I've seen him. I've seen him before. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, we'll find... And it's hard to find a female doctor. We're going to find you a female doctor. No problem, no problem. 
within an hour, she's calling me up. You have a new doctor, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, thank you, thank you. And then that's when I went, like, because um, it took a time. A month later, I went back to the doctor, made my new appointment right away with my new doctor. And I sat down, and I was so nervous. I was so scared because I'm like, what if she says no? Mm -hmm. What if she says no? And it took a lot of, like, to ask that yeah. doctor. It took a lot. And she's like, yeah, let's do this. And she just gets out and she starts writing and she's like, let's do this. Okay, you know what? Da, 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 da. All right, let's do this. And I was like, what? What? No, no questions. No, let's get your weight. Let's see your height. Let's see your BMI. Nothing. She's like, let's do this. I was like, is this really happening to me? That That's fantastic, though. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the perseverance and then the courage right. to have had to you know, had somebody do that to you, then but to actually make. Yeah. The complaint and actually switch and yes. then be able to go back to somebody else that's fantastic yeah, that you were able to, that, to find that strength within yourself to do that definitely um <laughs> so prior to having the surgery what had uh what did you try to do to lose weight did you had you had you tried anything oh, beforehand yeah. or i was in the army mm -hmm. and a matter of fact i was overweight in the army and the size that i am now is actually the size that was in the army one one seventy five one seventy six when mm -hmm. I joined the army and I didn't lose anything when right. I was in the army I got thinner I mean I could see it but I never got like thin I was still big and then mm -hmm. um I got pregnant and forget it <laughs> <laughs> I gained like fifty pounds with my kiddo and um it was just very hard because right as I had him. I had a cesarean, mm -hmm. and that was so hard on my body. And the army did not care if you had a cesarean or or normal birth. You have the same amount of time to lose the weight. Right. And unfortunately, trying to lose the weight, trying to have a newborn. My husband's in the army too. We're both dual military, mm -hmm. and we move to Germany. So not only am I doing my army duties, I'm doing my wife duties. Right. I'm doing my mo my mother duties. Being a mom, and I'm moving a house. Right. And I'm getting all this stuff done. And I wasn't, my husband's in it, was an NCO at the time. So he's doing his NCO duties mm -hmm. on top of trying to move. So he didn't have, I had to sneak in the duties everywhere. So I didn't have time to lose the weight. Right. And then we moved to Germany, and I just didn't lose the weight. And it was cold, it was December. I just, I, I didn't, you know, there was no programs mm -hmm. like there are now. Right. There was no programs to help me lose the weight to see a dietitian. There was no dietitian. There was, there wasn't anything. It was just lose it or else. And so I got out of the army. We moved to Virginia. And for Christmas, he got me a personal trainer. And I had eight sessions with the personal trainer. And, you know, I was doing it, and I got my lowest doing that was down to 199. Mm -hmm. And that's the lowest. But I was working out six days a week. I was barely eating. I had a full-time job. I was a full-time job as a housekeeper mm -hmm. in a hotel. So it was not like I, w I had an active right. job moving. I was constantly moving, and I just wasn't getting anywhere. And as soon as I stopped doing the gym, I gained it all back. Right. Like, quick. And it was just, I tried. I had tried, tried not eating. I've tried, I, I don't believe in um, doing the fad diets. And I don't believe in doing, um, I don't remember, what was, um, 
it, the diet pills from GNC. They weren't really like diet pills, mm-hmm. but it had something in them that's banned now. If that, it was ephedra. I don't know, but it, I tried taking those, sure. and they made my heart go. And I said, I'm not doing that anymore. Right. So I don't take any of that stuff. And it was just, and then after just time went by, you just get lazy, and then I just couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. It just got, mm-hmm. it just went downhill from there. Yeah. So, so when you did decide to have the surgery, did you share it with many people, that decision? with you know, Outside of maybe your immediate family, did you, did you talk Only to anybody? Only my husband, and then I told my son. Mm-hmm. We waited a little while before we told Yeah, we I told sure. my best friend, and I told just a few close friends. Okay. Um, and I didn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell my parents. I didn't tell my family. I didn't tell anybody. Until after I had the surgery. Okay. And that was about a week after the surgery. I called up my mom and my dad and said I had it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what? What do you mean? And I and then that's when I went on Facebook and after I lost a few pounds. Mm-hmm. And I went on Facebook and I was like, this is what I did. And now I give updates on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I post pictures. I didn't want to tell my family because I thought they were going to talk me out of it. Sure. And... Or try to make me feel bad because they weren't going to talk me out of it. Right, There's right. just no way. But I didn't want the, oh, you're going to do the, oh, you're going to, I didn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't want to hear it. So after the, like, the initial maybe surprise or shock of the announcement, how did they respond? My dad's still concerned. He's mm-hmm. like, because I guess he's heard bad things about the surgery. Okay. And he's always asking, how are you doing? And I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm good. No problems. Nothing. Right. And my mom, she... I don't think she's ever really been around anybody who's had the surgery, so she. I don't think she she understands exactly mm-hmm. what I went through because I think she still thinks it's a diet. Sure. When it's, it's not a diet. Right. No, exactly. It's not. But, you know, they. it's not like the battle. I've been overweight my whole life. Mm-hmm. I mean, all through. I mean, I, in high school, I was 175. You know, that was not thin back mm-hmm. then. I used to have to go to the plus size store to buy my clothes. And it was only like a size 14, but there was no size 14 in the mall in the right. regular clothing. There, No, that was that was fat people clothes. Whereas now, it's so acceptable. Mm-hmm. 15, 16 is acceptable in the teen section of the right. clothing store. Now, when I was growing up, I used to have to go to Lane Bryant to get my clothes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, from start to finish, how long did it take you to go through the, the pre-op requirements and get your surgery scheduled? Oh, let's see, I had an appointment in July with the doctor, and um, when they when the the nurse called me at the nutrition clinic, mm-hmm. when she called me, I didn't call her back, so I missed August. Okay. No, I missed July's, um, the big. Uh, initial group meeting that you have to go right. to that sem- everybody yeah, goes seminar. to the big yeah. seminar I missed it so that got pushed back mm-hmm. until like August I don't remember if I went in August or September but I know it got pushed back a month because I didn't call back and right. I got I was like no I'm not gonna call back <laughs> I waited a little bit mm-hmm. and then um yeah from that time to December a matter of fact I could have done it earlier right but I was in school and I was like I, I can't do it during 
this I have to push it back. Mm-hmm. So they wanted me to do it like December third. Okay. And I had it pushed back to December fourteenth. But it was really fast, and since I mean, they didn't have to lose any weight. Didn't mm-hmm. have to. I got in right as the requirements changed. Right. So I wasn't part of the ones that had to lose anything. Mm-hmm. So. Did you have to do the EGD or do the barium I, swallow or anything like I that? I did have to do the barium swallow. How was that? That was interesting. <laughs> that was kind of gross. Because they're like, you drink it, and they're like, don't burp, don't burp. And you're like, mm-hmm. I want to burp. And then after it's over, you're like, blah. <laughs> Yeah, I came in when I went through the, the program, so I missed the barium swallow because yeah. it, it wasn't a requirement afterwards. But I did do the EGD um, about five days or so before I had the surgery. So, um, Did you have any bumps along the way before the surgery or any second thoughts You know, once you entered never, the program? I never had any second thoughts. I knew this is what I want. I don't... Did we have any bumps? I don't remember having... It was just so mm, smooth. Not, not so much bumps, but... There were some second thoughts. She was got kind of her initial walk down the aisle shakes like, oh mm-hmm. my goodness. I try not to think on? about it. I try I'm not so to. I'm so hungry. What's going on here? <laughs> what am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? There was a lot of panic. Every other seemed like half an hour's panic. Mm-hmm. Every other. I remember other panicking half an hour after. Like, what are we doing? Why are we not doing it yet? And then that afternoon, we're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? I gotta. Yeah. I can't eat. I can't do nothing. <laughs> so it was a, it was kind of a, a happy journey. Mm-hmm. Excited and not so yeah. much of not, not fear. Afraid, but mm-hmm. you know, respectful, fearful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Respectful, I don't fearful. Sure. Yeah. So. so what was your experience on the pre-op diet? I stuck to it. Did you? I did. Good. I think I I did eat Jello because mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I'm hungry. But I did eat Jello, mm-hmm. but I didn't really. But other people pre-op diet Jello was allowed. Right. So I was like, "Well, I'm gonna eat Jello." Sure. But that I did stick to it, and that yeah, was. Yeah, the protein shakes. Yeah, mm-hmm. did protein shake. I really did stick because I was scared because Doctor Young looked at me and says, "I did a surgery. I just did a surgery, and I don't think she did the pre-op diet, and that lady <laughs> was pretty fatty." And I was like, I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to do it for you. And I did it for him. Mm-hmm. I did it for myself. Right, right, and right. And I really did stick to that diet. I was hungry, too. I was like, I'm hungry. to supplement. I was hungry. But I kept thinking, you know what? Okay, one week. Five more days, I'm not going to be hungry. Yep. Four more days, I'm not going to be hungry. Tomorrow, this time tomorrow, I'm not going to be hungry. I remember uh, riding home from the when I did my EGD since it was right in the middle. I, I thought, and I know I've mentioned this before, but I was like, nobody will know if I had a cheeseburger because I was so hungry. Yeah. And uh, but no, I stuck to it too. So that was that was. Uh, I was proud of but myself. But it was tough. <laughs> it was tough. That was. But some people have it for like two weeks, a mm-hmm. month. I was like seven days. I can do seven days. Yeah. I don't think I could have done fourteen. Right. Fourteen, I don't think I could have done. But sure. seven was easy. That was easy. Well, it wasn't easy, but easier than fourteen. Yeah. So, how was your experience while you were in the hospital? <laughs> I had a, I had a, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I had a good experience. Mm-hmm. I just, um, when we were, when I was in the, right after the surgery, and I was in the. Uh, recovery would for I 
can't think of the name of the room that they put you in right after surgery before they put you in regular. Mm -hmm. I was in there, and poor guy who was taking care of me. Every like every time he came in, I'd be like, "What time is it? What time is it?" <sighs> I'm a time person. Mm -hmm. I gotta know what time it is. Constantly know what time it is. I was like, "What time is it?" He'd have to tell me, "Okay, what time is it?" <laughs> and then I stripped down. I took off everything. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, let's get you dressed. <laughs> and he had to put the clothes back on me. Because mm -hmm. I was itchy. I mean, okay. I was just like dying. I was like, like digging into my skin. Mm -hmm. I was so itchy. So I just took off my clothes. And my husband wasn't there. And the guy's like, because this was at middle of the night, you know, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. I just remember him going, just put your clothes back on. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I just put my clothes back on. And then the first... That night, he wasn't with me. The second night, he came in with my son to come visit me. And I was in a lot of pain. And I remember I was crying, going, please don't leave. Please don't leave. Please mm -hmm. don't leave me. Because he had to go take my son home. Because right. he had school the next day. And I was begging him, please don't leave me. So I'm on, my, on the phone at 10 o'clock at night. I call my best friend. I said, can you come get my son and take him home? Because I, I just don't want my husband to leave me mm -hmm. in the hospital right now. I'm, I'm like crying. I'm dying. I, please. So she came and got him. I, she was a lifesaver. She came and got him and took him home. And then um, my husband stayed with me the whole night. And I know that was horrible for him. Because there's not really anywhere to yeah. lay down or anything. Mm -hmm. and I just... And it was crazy because I went to sleep. Once I fell asleep, I didn't wake up until the yeah. morning anyway. So he didn't really need to stay there with me. Mm -hmm. But he stayed there with me. And I thought that was really, you know, um, good. Yeah. And, and then the, I had, the lady gave me they gave, they, the, little, the little cups. Mm -hmm. The medicine comes in. It had like a weird flap. And she just gave it to me. And then I was doing something and I spilled it all over myself. <sighs> and she's like, I can't give you another one. So I'm like licking it out to mm -hmm. make sure that it got all over me. And the lady had to change me. And I was going, oh, this is just too much. <sighs> this is all too much. But uh, I mean, the hospital stay was great. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't have any problems. Right. But yeah, the staff was nice. And do you feel that um, the staff either at the nutrition clinic or the general surgery clinic, did they prepare you for what to expect well enough or were there any surprises? I don't think there's any surprises. I mean, I knew it was going to be painful. I mm -hmm. knew that it was going to be, I mean, I didn't go in going, oh, this is going to be a breeze. Like some people, I had a lot of pain. I mean, I was in a lot of mm -hmm. pain. And people were like, oh, it's not pain. And I was and I and I was walking down the hallway and I was just like so much pain and then there was another patient she was she had it the same day and she was just like duh, 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 duh. and I was like mm. she's like what'd you have and I go bypass and then she told her husband see that's the reason why I didn't get the bypass and I was thinking to you lady I don't mm -hmm. care I got the bypass you got the sleeve what's the difference I mean a little bit more pain big deal mm -hmm. you know you just I, I was thinking you know what I tell her you just didn't have the guts to get a gut bypass. <laughs> I did. Ha ha. No, I don't. I'm not like that. But that's how I felt. Sure. It's kind of like, what, you, oh, well, too bad. Mm -hmm. I did the bypass. Yes, it was painful. And yes, I was in a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. Lots. <laughs> so how long did you stay in the hospital? Just the normal amount of time, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, was out the third day. Okay. I didn't have any, I didn't have any complications. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any issues. I didn't have any problems. 
So I went home mm-hmm. that day, the, the third day. And what kind of support did you have at home and what did you need versus, you know, what was oh, available? Um, I, my son, he was 17 at the time, and my husband um, helped me tremendous. Because I could not sit up out of bed. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move. As a matter of fact, I slept in the um, the middle room. Okay. My extra, my, my guest room. Mm-hmm. Because I my husband... Um, didn't want to move and hit me. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you just sleep by, you sleep in the room by yourself. So I'm in the middle room and I propped up with pillows. I didn't even think, I would, I guess I could have slept in the recliner because a lot of people say the recliner, but then I was like, well, that thing moves. And then mm-hmm. how would I get out? And yeah. I was like, forget it. I'm not, I'll get in, I won't get out. So then I would be laying down and I'd get up, I'd wake up around eight or nine and all of a sudden I'd be like, hello, <sighs> hello. And I start screaming through the house. Come get me. Help me up. I gotta pee. Well, the first Hello. couple of days, I did sleep on the floor right next to her. Yeah, she, yeah, you did. I did. Yeah. And, and then I was like, because normally that's where I sleep because I'm mean, doing pain management. Mm-hmm. So I'll sleep on the floor. And by the second, the end of the second <laughs> night, I was all propped up in like a V shape on the floor. And I said, no, I gotta be in the bed. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I was so afraid that she'll fall left or fall right, you know. Yeah, I was covered in pillows. I mean, they had me like in the middle of the bed, like a baby. Mm-hmm. Blankets and pillows <laughs> all around me. But I couldn't move. Once I, I lay down in my sleep position, I'd wake up and I, I didn't move. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't lay on my left, especially the left side. Well, truth be told, she was unbearable. After the first day, <laughs> the second day, it was more of a... Depression, I tried. Anger. I tried not to. Hey, be. you're not helping enough. Mm-hmm. But it was. It was. I didn't take it personal because it was sure. more of a panic. You know, it was. You know, it was reasonable panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not out of the extraordinary. I tried to take. Yeah, I tried to be. Panic. It mm-hmm. was more of a. I tried to be calm. I tried not to make it. I tried. To not be a pain in the butt. So it's my turn to talk now for this <laughs> So you know. And feel free to leave that party mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was it was in the super dad mode, super husband mode. You know, I was no longer. Luckily, our son is time seventeen now. He's eighteen, so you know we had to. I had to buckle down and make sure all her nutrients yeah. were in order. Her food, you know, whatever food she could take, which mm-hmm. was nothing, but. I made it seem as a you know, make make it routine, even though her mind wasn't thinking routine. I made it routine, medicine time, you know. Yeah. And he was my medicine keeper. In order. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not very much of order, but that at that point it had to be order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are the must-haves. These are the want-tos, and these are the if we miss it, okay. So it was kind of weird because we go like boom, boom, and then like everything else, you know, you hurt yourself or whatever. You want the time, you want the, the pain relief quick, mm-hmm. like everyone else. Like you, you injure your finger, you want the pain to be gone. However, right. with pain management, being that I'm going through it, you know, and trying to lose weight at the same time, I had to help her manage not every 20 minutes pain relief through medication, but pain relief through taking the pain away. Mm-hmm. Which is very important to anybody who's going to try to do the surgery. Right. That you can't 
gotta be very careful because it's a narcotic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't. Oh yeah. You can't will it away with medicines. You have to will it away with thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with medicines to assist, but medicines are not yeah. the primary way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you know, because you can over over narcotic, and then suddenly you're dependent on the narcotic. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. so get, yeah, it's always got to be a caution. Yeah, you got to be dependent on the thought process. Okay, this is a good thing. This is a good mm -hmm. thing. It's going to hurt a little bit. They always say pain is, you know, like uh, working out or whatever. And this is a new thing. I had to help her realize where it hurts so that, you know, her mind can tell her body, hey, look, this is where I got to heal. Because mm -hmm. yeah. if you numb your body with medication, it's not going to go, it's not going to be able to focus on those. Sure. Pain receptors, like if you get a scratch, your body can heal that scratch. Yeah. He, if you numb it with pain medicine, you're never going to heal properly. Mm. He also made me walk a lot. Mm -hmm. He's like, let's go walk. Oh, <laughs> crap. Okay. Let's get up. Let's go. That's good, oh, though. crap. But he, yeah, he helped a lot good. with medicines and then making me walk everywhere. Go outside. Let's go outside and walk. Ugh. But yeah. So have you had any regrets since having the surgery? I had the one regret that I sat there and bawled my eyes out about three day, four days after the after um, surgery, and I just started bawling. And why did I do? I was just in a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not thinking. Are you thinking it's pain and going? What did I do to myself? Was it worth it? I did have that, but it's not like a regret. Like never wanting. I don't. I, I mean, you, you always have those. Moments that go through your mind mm -hmm. of, oh, especially when your whole life revolved around food mm -hmm. and you, you're going, oh my gosh, that looks so good. Why can't I eat it? Oh, you're gotta be joking me. Especially when I make something that is so good and all I can eat is like one small bowl full of it. Right. And it's like, you've gotta be joking me. Why did I do this? But then I go, oh no, I don't want to say that. But like full blown regret, no. Mm -hmm. You get little pop-ups here and there. They get they become few and few. Right. In the beginning, it's the hardest. And they but they still pop up in your head, especially when you make something really good or you go out to eat and you're just like, oh, I can't eat pasta. Oh, or rice. Oh. But it, like with anything, mm -hmm. the normal regrets. Sure. So now that you're about five and a half months out or a little over five months. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling? I feel great. I I didn't have any complications with mm -hmm. my surgery. I, I can eat anything and everything. I've had sugar. I ate a pop tart. Not a not a regular pop tart. Mm -hmm. I ate a gluten free okay. pop tart. And I ate the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Okay, I'm expecting to get sick. I ate it at night, sitting at home, I ate it and I was like Nothing happened. This is bull crap. <laughs> no, this is horrible. But, I mean, I can eat beef. I can eat steak. I can eat pork. I can eat everything. No no, no problems. There's fruits mm -hmm. are my new best friend. Um, I, I don't, I mean, if I'm going to eat a piece of cake from, like, my son's birthday... I just had, I didn't have a piece of cake. I just ate like a fork full and was like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, sweets don't bother me. Food is what I'm like, oh, I want to eat that. Okay, I can't. Okay. But I don't. As a family 
as a family, we've moved away from 99% fried. Mm-hmm. My son mm-hmm. doesn't eat fried either anymore. I haven't eaten fried in mm-hmm. almost two years, uh, almost three. Because it's simply not healthy anyway. Right. Yeah. And we enjoy the fruit process, cutting the watermelon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoying it. We have a lot of fruit in the house. Yeah. A lot of. Because it's 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 actually productive towards weight loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we don't like to eat empty calories, but same time, uh, it's fibrous. Right. Yeah. So it helps her. Um, oh yeah. See, I don't have any constipation problems. Feels the, the <laughs> I don't like to say dietary neither. So I like to say uh, um, uh, thinking process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, dietary, diet, dietary, all sounds so methodical. Because this is not mm-hmm. a diet. It's a lifestyle. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not on a diet. <laughs> That's really good though, because like you know, we hear it in group a lot that families. Uh, have changed their lifestyles mm-hmm. in addition to just the, the yeah. person that's had the surgery. So it ends up having that, that ripple effect on the people that are around you, which is really yeah. important as well. So it's, it's great to see that that's, that's kind of oh, happening yeah. for you guys yeah. as well. Yeah. That you're, you're coming together and, and everyone's making an effort to just eat healthier and make a, yeah. a, a better lifestyle I, choice. I don't cook, I don't cook um, special food for them, mm-hmm. a special food for myself. I think I've done that maybe once, mm-hmm. maybe once. And that was probably because I was cleaning out the the, ca- the cabinets of food that I can't eat. So I'll let them, you know, I cook it for them. Right. But I don't, I told them, I'm not going to cook special for you. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so what's something that you've discovered about yourself since having the surgery? Oh, gosh. Probably a lot of things. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I discovered I could do it, but not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have never lost this weight without the surgery. Right. So it's just been, it, it, every day is a journey. Every day is a trying to, I go through my ups and downs of losing and then I've stopped losing. I have stopped losing for like probably a couple of weeks mm-hmm. where I just, and I, I mean, I, I walk more and I, I try to exercise and I, you know, I try to watch what I eat. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm learning that it, I've got a lot of bad habits mm-hmm. that I can't see that I have to squash. Right. And that's overeating. I'm still just overeating. I, I really need to... I'm trying to get a handle on it. And that's why I try not to buy anything that I can snack on. Okay. I tried doing edamame beans of um, dried Mm-hmm. And have them as snacks, and I realized I can't do that. And then I had um, peanuts that so you got to crack open, unsalted peanuts, and I was like, okay, I don't know how to eat. I just will snack on them all day. So I'm trying to reteach myself how mm-hmm. to not snack on everything all day long. Sure. But I mean, I, I, I really like being able to go to the store and. Go clothes shopping mm-hmm. and look at stuff and go, oh, no, that's not going to fit. Or, oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. And then you try it on and you're like, oh, it does fit. Well, wow, that's pretty cool. And then yeah. Trying on jeans that I've never worn the size ever in my life. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not in this size. I remember my best friend, she's like, try these on. I looked at them and I was like, 
you've got to be joking me. This ain't going to fit me. I, I didn't say anything. I just mm-hmm. gave her that look like a uh, kid. And I'm like, put them on. And they fit. Mm-hmm. And they were size 14 Calvin Kleins. Mm-hmm. Calvin Kleins are not. Those, you know, they're slim small, fit. They're yeah. little. And um, if they are, those are the ones I got on now. And now they're like, they're, they're not like huge. Like mm-hmm. my size 20 jeans. But they're... Like they're comfortable because they are kind of big. Yeah. But it's awesome feeling. Well, what else is she? Uh, together as a family, we've learned to encourage. Okay. You know, let's do the walk. Have you done your walk? Or mm-hmm. hey, that's enough. You can stop <clears throat> eating there. Because. Oh yeah. All of us. Everybody likes a full belly. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I don't. I don't care. Baby or adult, you like full belly. However, yeah. full belly after the surgery is, <laughs> is is a short meal, and after that, it's gonna be painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's experienced those pains, and oh, yeah. wait a minute, I ate too fast. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. taught it's taught us, it's taught all of us, to even eat slower, to, to chew longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And to they've... enjoy the flavor. Right. They've told me you're eating too much. What? That's too much. My so, son has told me, stop eating my... Okay. <laughs> so before it used to be quantity versus quality. Right. It's quality, quality versus quantity. Yeah. Good. I try to make good food. I try yeah. to make quality like, stuff that's high protein. Mm-hmm. A lot of high protein food. Then we fell back into the habit of me, not her, me. I'm hungry. And then she's already tired, fatigued. So let's go eat. And then we started falling back into that bad habit. Yeah. Like, well, we we got to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Completely reroute back to back on path. Right. That's where we're at right now is trying to get back on the path of eating, not going out to eat. Because it's it's so much easier for us to go out to eat with the family of mm-hmm. three, with the teenager, and then us. It, it's just like, especially when I was going to school and my son is in school, I'm like... Uh, it gets to be late at night. Let's just go get grab something to eat real quick. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, we've changed how we go out to eat. I do not do fast food. Right. There is no fast food in my vocabulary mm-hmm. because I'm like, dude, there's nothing we can eat. I can't eat anything fast food. So I and I won't. I don't get full off of food mm-hmm. from a restaurant. And I and that's one thing I tell them. I go, I'm not getting full off of this restaurant food. I'll get full off of what I make. Right. But not off restaurant food. I don't get full. Mm. So that's what... Learning all that. Sure. <laughs> so how have people reacted to you since having the surgery? Surprised. For me? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I've had people see me and they're like, so this different about you? <sighs> and a lot of people have noticed they can see mm-hmm. that they're like, Wow. And then when I post pictures on Facebook, everybody's like, oh my gosh, just in this short few amount. And then when I tell people, oh, I've, I've lost 75 pounds. How? They mm-hmm. all want to go, how? Since when? Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, since December. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> what? And I have to tell them, oh no, mm-hmm. I had it. Because I don't want to lie and, and be like, oh, I lost it by eating better and exercising. Which I did. Mm-hmm. But surgery was a tool that helped me lose 75 pounds right and i will tell people i had gastric bypass and i haven't had anybody i haven't had a negative reaction from anybody yet good everybody's just like that is so awesome and Mm -hmm. 
that I keep up the good work. But I have not. Nobody on Facebook, nobody has ever. Matter of fact, I have found out two people on Facebook that had gastric bypass surgery. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know it. Yep. I, and they just come out and tell me, yeah. I, I was like, what? You had it? Oh my gosh. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. So that was pretty awesome finding out and people's reaction. It, it feels good, but then in a way, I feel like, don't give me that praise. Right. Don't. Because I did have this surgery. I think the praise should be reserved for somebody who lost 75 pounds over the two-year period, however long it mm-hmm. takes to lose weight. I think they deserve the praise more than I do. Sure. And that's my thinking right now is, I don't. I know a lot of people are like get mad when you say the word cheated. You know, you cheated by having the surgery, mm-hmm. and, and in a way, I feel like I kind of did. In my my, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's ever told me you cheated, and and I know people get offended by that when they say you, when people tell them they cheated having it. I didn't cheat. I had a lie. I did, and I go, I know I did, but sometimes I, I feel like. I cheated mm-hmm. by having the surgery, but not in a negative cheating way. Right. For me, it was a positive cheating because I couldn't have done it mm-hmm. without that little bitty cheat. And that's how I feel. Okay. That I did cheat a little bit. That's just how I feel. No, that's, it's, that's something that I think about sometimes, too. That uh, I mean, I have the utmost respect for folks that are able to mm-hmm. lose weight, that, that have made that decision and are able to, to focus yes. on that. Um, without having had the surgery, that, I mean, it's, that's, it's fantastic. And yeah. it just, it was, it's one of those things that folks had to come and make a decision if it's something, you know, what's right for me. Yeah. And so I, I, yeah, I get where you're coming from. I don't, I don't use necessarily kind of use that positive aspect to the cheating. I just, I think that it was the tool that I needed. It was, you know, yeah. when, when I got the phone call from the, the clinic, um, after I'd been kind of dormant with the, the program for a year, I said, this is exactly what I needed. This is this is the phone call I needed because I was ready to make that lifestyle change. Yeah. And um, and the surgery was a part of that lifestyle yeah. change for me. So, But I, I, I get exactly where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Um, so other than the, the weight goal that you've set for yourself, do you have any other goals that you're, you're working towards? Or is there something you're really specifically looking forward to as you continue this journey? I am looking for uh, my goal... One of my my uh, my goals for for losing the weight is hopefully by next summer I will be doing this. And um, have you heard of Carlsbad Caverns? Mm-hmm. In Carlsbad Caverns, you there you can walk down, which I've done. We've done plenty of times walking mm-hmm. into it. You can take the elevator up, down, and walk back up. We've done. We've walked down. We've walked up. We've walked the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But there's another area of the caverns you cannot do unless you climb through it. Okay. And that is something I want to do so bad mm-hmm. is to do the climb, to get the, the stamina to go, okay, we're going to climb through the smaller parts and with your headlamp on and mm-hmm. look at other parts of the cave. You can't get to unless sure. you you climb through it. Right. And that's one thing I really want to do is climb climb through it. And I mean, and I'm looking forward to going on a cruise, um, you know, just... More a hike. I'm ready to go. I want to go on a hike. Mm-hmm. I want to do more activity stuff, whereas it wasn't able to before. Mm-hmm. So those that those are what I'm looking forward to, is being able to 
walk without going through okay I can't breathe and you're dying mm-hmm. from like oh my feet hurt my legs hurt everything hurts let's sit down I can't do this because I was before you know you walk around the mall it's like let's go let's go sit now I'm like let's go walk so but that's my one of my goals is Good. to do the um to do the Carlsbad caverns mm-hmm. So I'm Sounds like a that. lot of fun. Yeah, it's I love going. I've been going to the cabin, the caverns since I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And we took my we took our son probably about two three years ago to the caverns, and I didn't know you you have it's extra to pay for it, but they give you all the equipment, mm-hmm. and there's different levels. There's like a, one level is for intermediate, and then there's expert. And I'm okay. like, okay, I'm going to do that expert. Not first, but I'll do the intermediate and then work my way up. Sure. So I'm looking forward to that. Good. Uh, so we talked a little bit about food, but is there a, what's, what's your preferred protein? Are, are you, do you, would you rather get it through a shake or a powder or a meat or, or where, where's, uh, what's your favorite kind of protein basically? I like to get it through my drinks. Okay. I, I drink Premier. I live off of Premier. Um, I do other proteins, but this is like the most ones that I do. Mm-hmm. I got mine now, my banana flavor, <sighs> the new one. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't see how people can eat it. Is I mean I do eat eggs. I love eggs, and I love meat, but I don't know how people are getting ninety grams of that mm-hmm. a day. Yeah, eating it. I'm like I can't even get sixty in a day. Unless I drink. I have to drink 30. I have to drink at least one a day. And sometimes mm-hmm. I drink two a day. Yeah, I don't know how people are doing it. I'm like, I want to sit down with somebody who's actually eating all their protein and be like, give me step by step what you're doing. <sighs> because that, to me, it just seems like you're eating all protein all day. Mm-hmm. Like, just snacking on it. Yeah. No. But yeah, I drink it. I'd rather drink it. Sure. And uh, so the final question, would you do it all again? In a heartbeat. Yeah. It's the best decision I've ever made. I and I don't regret it. I I wish I would have done it sooner than later. But, I mean, I think I'm 40. I'll be 41. I wanted to. I, I was sad when I turned 40. I cried because I was big. And I was like, I had these goals to lose the weight before I turned 40. And mm-hmm. I didn't. But I lost them in my 40. I'm like, my 40th year, I lost 70, sure. 75 pounds. So I'm happy about that. I'm going to start my 41st year at least 75 pounds lighter. If I, don't mm-hmm. lose, if I don't lose any weight for the rest of my life, I'm happy at where I'm at. Right. I could stay. I don't want to stay at this weight. I'd like to get smaller. But... I'm comfortable. This is where I was at when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, I have so much more energy, but I'd like to get down, of course, more. But I, I'd do it again. Great. I'd encourage other people to do it, too. Well, thank you both very much for coming in today. Thank you. Really appreciate it. It was a pleasure to hear you hear your story, and uh, we really thank learned you. a lot. Now, to close the show, I'll share my recipe for a banana protein shake. You'll need half a banana, half a cup of milk, either skim or low fat, one scoop of unflavored protein powder, one tablespoon of sugar-free flavored syrup, and three ice cubes. You're going to combine all the ingredients and blend until smooth. Pretty quick and easy way to get a nice shot of protein with some good consistency and flavor. Lastly, I'd like to finish the show off with a few thank yous. 
very special thank you to Deanna and Jim for coming to the show today and sharing their story. It was great to listen to everything that you had to say and learn from you. I'd like to thank all the folks at the Carl R. Darnell Army Medical Center. Their support of the bariatric program is outstanding. If you're interested in learning more about the services provided by the General Surgery Clinic, please send an email to usarmy.hood.medcom-crdamc.mbx.bariatric.mail.mil. They will send you information about the next weight loss surgery seminar so you can learn more and decide if it might be right for you. Also, thank you to the Darnell Weight Loss Support Group. One of the post-op members has started a new Facebook uh, group on Facebook. It is a closed group, but you can still search it on Facebook and request to join. It is a community for post-op folks to, to uh, seek motivation, tips, and support in their weight loss journey. You can find it by searching for Fort Hood Losers Bench on Facebook. Finally, if you have any questions or comments for the show, please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bariatricpodcast or email us at bariatricpodcast at gmail.com. In future episodes, we'll do our best to answer your questions and cover your concerns. Thank you for listening.